everyone. We welcome you here this morning. Praise the Lord. Good to be here. Amen. Welcome each and every one of you and those that have joined with us online. We just pray God will move in our midst this morning. We welcome him this morning. We welcome our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Can we sing this song together? In Christ alone my hope is found.
and we lift your name, Lord. <clears throat> hallelujah. 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 Let's just sing together. Lord, I lift your name, your holy name. Lord, I lift your name. Your
amen in the presence of Jehovah as we go to prayer this morning we just have one uh, written thanksgiving and testimony prayer request from the McKenna family I just want to thank the saints of God for the prayers and supports to us during this hard moment of going to be with the Lord of our brother and uncle Thank you to our God Almighty for his will and assistance in all the situations. God richly bless you the McKenna family. Amen. We just thank God for his help and support in time of need. He is a present help in the time of trouble. Amen. I'm so thankful for our God who is so faithful. He's a wonderful Lord, he's a wonderful redeemer, but he's not somewhere out there in the sky. He's right here with us. He walks with us. He walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death and we don't have to fear any evil for he is with us. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. In his presence. Amen. There's fullness of joy. Let's sing this together. In the presence. brothers standing for the truth and for the Lord. Amen. God bless you, Brother Gabe. Let's bow our heads.
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come into your sweet presence, O oh Father. Lord, we can never really feel you with us here this morning already, O oh God, and we just want to give you the thanks. We want to give you the glory, O oh God, for bringing us to this house of worship, O oh God, where we can lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, O oh Father. Lord, we're just so thankful, O oh God, for what you've been doing in our midst, O oh Father. Lord Jesus, you've been so faithful, O oh God. You've been so good, O oh Father. And we can truly say all our lives, O oh God, you've been faithful. All our lives, you've been good, O oh God. Lord, we see the tender hand of Jehovah, Lord Jesus, sweeping through, O oh God, each one of these lives, O oh God, represented here, O oh Father. Lord, there's those, O oh God, that need healing in their bodies that have received it, O oh God. There's those that need a touch in their mind that have received it, O oh God. There's those, O oh God, that have been delivered, O oh God, from depression, O oh God, from anxiety, Lord Jesus. O oh God, you're the same God today, O oh God, as you were yesterday, today, and forever, O oh God. Lord Jesus, so the things that you've been doing, O oh God, before, O oh God, we even came to this place, O oh God, you're still doing them, O oh God. O oh God, we're seeing the move of God in our midst, O oh God. One more Lord Jesus and oh God you're taking us higher oh father for oh God we know Lord Jesus that you are a, a high priest that can be touched by the feelings oh God of our infirmities oh God Lord Jesus and we're thinking oh God even this morning of our brother EBA oh God would you finish the work oh God that you've already started oh God we ready believe oh God it's a finished work oh father that he can see oh God that he can rejoice oh God in you Lord Jesus that his eyes have been opened oh father and his sight has been been restored, O oh God, by the power of the living God, O oh Father. We claim it, O oh God, for as, O oh God, you shed your blood, O oh God, on Calvary, O oh God, for this very reason, O oh Father, for us to be able to receive our healing, O oh God. Lord Jesus, we just want to remember the McKenna family, Lord Jesus. Would you be their comfort, O oh God? Would you be their peace, O oh Father? Lord Jesus, we know, O oh God, in this natural realm, O oh Father, that these things, O oh God, can have an effect, O oh God, on our 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 mentality, O oh Father. Lord Jesus, we may be down in spirit, O oh God, but we know, Lord Jesus, that you have risen us up, O oh Father. Lord Jesus, to be able to, O oh God, receive a greater portion of heaven, O oh Father. So, O oh God, for this loved one, O oh Father, they may be rejoicing now, O oh God, in the streets of gold, O oh Father. And we are just so thankful, O oh God, for the testimony that is here, O oh God, of the brothers and the family, O oh God, and the sisters, O oh Father, that we're holding them, O oh God, before the throne of God in prayer, Lord Jesus. O oh God, but you have greater things, Oh God, planned, oh God, for them, Lord Jesus. And we pray, oh God, that you'd be their comfort, oh God, that you'd surround them, oh God, with your glory, Lord Jesus. Oh God, and we just want to remember the man of God that's about to stand behind this pulpit, oh Father. Would you, oh God, give him unction, oh God, of the Holy Spirit, oh Father. May the presence of the Lord, oh God, come down and fill this place, oh Father. May each of our licks of fire be joined together, oh God, as we pull on the word, oh Father. And may the word, oh God, do, oh God, what it came to do, oh Father. May it divide, oh God, between, oh God, soul and spirit, oh Father, discerning the hearts, oh Father, which each and every one of us need, oh Father, to receive, oh God, a portion from you this morning, Lord Jesus. Oh God, would you be with the offering, oh Father. Oh God, would you be with the giver, Lord Jesus, and bless each one, oh Father, as, we, oh God, we do our part, oh Father, Lord Jesus, that you, oh God, may once again, oh Father, fill this place, oh Father, and fill each heart, oh God, that we may go from this place, oh Father, oh God, with more of you, Lord 
Lord Jesus. Oh God, and wherever we go, oh God, whether it be to fellowship, oh God, to loved ones, oh Father, or wherever we may go throughout the week, Lord God, may we bring, oh God, what we have heard, oh God, this morning with us, oh Father, as we meditate on it, oh God, and as it continues, oh God, to change us, oh Father, and give us that rapturing faith, oh God, that we need to take us from here, oh Father. We, oh God, commit this day into your hands, oh Father. Be with it, oh God, from the rest of the song service, oh Father, to the preaching of the word, oh God. And as we leave this place, oh God, be with us, oh God. Lord God, each need, oh Father, that may be in each and every one of these hearts, oh Father, may you meet each one, oh Father. And we commit it to you, oh God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. bless you. You can have your seats this morning as they take up the offering. And we have a couple of specials that are going to be uh, sang this morning. Sister Natasha, we'll have you come and sing first. And while she's coming, let's sing that song, It's Jesus on the Inside. <clears throat> it's Jesus on the inside, working toward the outside, Natasha will have the uh, trio come and sing right after that. God bless you. I would like to um, thank the Lord this morning for his grace and mercy upon me. Today is my birthday. <laughs> I thank him because he gave me a new song. And uh, I, I have lost my voice since the meeting, but I didn't lose my praise and jubilee. <laughs> And the song is in Lingala, from Congo, and uh, you have the translation there. I hope it's going to be a blessing to you. God bless you.
Thank you, Sister Natasha. That was wonderful. Happy birthday. Thank you for giving us that special on your birthday. <laughs> amen and amen. We'll ask the trio to come and sing for us now. But it's just a wonderful song there. With uh, I'm always amazed at 
people that uh, can write songs like that and uh, put, put words together and music and just to worship the Lord. Amen. It's wonderful. Thank God for it. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Philip. Good morning, saints. So glad to be part of this family. Um, <clears throat> Sister Mary Heffernan asked us to sing this this morning, so I trust it will be a blessing for you. If you care to sing along, feel free. Jesus, I do. 
We've seen them in action in our midst. Amen. Amen. Like what the prophet said, you ought to see him ride out into battle. Amen. I just love that. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite our brother Tom to come. And I just want to welcome Brother Abel from Mexico. He's been going to be with us this summer working on the farm up here. We just want to welcome you and God bless you. Amen. Brother Angelo, good to see you here this morning. God bless you. Hallelujah. So I'm casting all my cares on him. Amen. Let's all stand together and sing this. We know the power of Jesus. Amen. We're casting our cares on him because we know the power of Jesus. He is faithful. Amen. God bless you this morning. And so I'm casting all my cares on you.
a house of God. Not looking back 2,000 years ago, but realizing there's a God that is present. For your Bible declares, Hebrews 13, 8, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, Lord, you're the great provider. You provide healing this morning to those that are sick. You provided salvation to those that need to be saved. You provided deliverance to those that need to be delivered. So, Lord, we're looking to you, the Lamb of God, to take the Word of God and meet the needs of your children. We can say like Abraham of old, you're our Jehovah Jireh, knowing a prophet has come in this age, saying Jehovah of the old is Jesus Christ of the new. And so, Father, we pray that you will open our eyes to see, our ears to hear. Lord God, the Word of God this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Has everybody recovered from the weekend? I know some of you thought we weren't going to have a Wednesday night service. And so, thus, we did. And uh, I understand those that were weary and tired weren't able to make it. That's fine. But now we've got over that hurdle. And I want to thank you as an assembly for your outstanding labors of love to make the meeting so successful. God bless you all. And I thank God that we have such a lovely body as we have here. It, it does not, it's more than a man, it's more than a couple of men, it's more than a couple of sisters. It takes a body to do what, what was done. And uh, we're thankful for each and every one of you for the area and the gift that God gave you to cover that area and do such a tremendous job. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. We had a wonderful time. Amen. We had that meet and greet, and then Brother David started out with it, my, my Jubilee. And then, you know, we have Brother Aaron come, and he said, you know, nothing can stop this. And Brother Timothy sang a new song. And then Brother, of course, Brother Timothy, or Tim Pruitt Sr., capped the whole meeting off. And I, I, I was thrilled, especially when he started to tie in the, the scriptures that we had up front here. You can see that the Holy Spirit has a mind, and the brothers wish to convey their love to you for all that you did for them. And uh, as one brother said, he said, the people were prepared. They were prepared. You were prepared. And the word was at a level. I think we all rejoiced. Half of us stood for most of the services. Uh, my legs never got more exercise. I have thighs like an elephant. But it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Thank you, son. We're also one month behind for our summer camp. And camp is coming up. That's, that's a surprise already, isn't it? And so here we go. Just, we're just going to have a jubilee. It's a jubilee year. You know, this whole idea of a jubilee of one day is, is not, you see it in the scripture, it's a year. They, they rested for a year. But you're telling me, Brother Tom, you're burning us out for a year. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's collective body. We're burning each other out. But we're rejoicing and resting in the Word of God. And so uh, registration will be open this evening. 
We have people flying or wanting to fly, have already committed to come from overseas, from the south states. So we want to give our, our people, obviously, all the opportunity possible so that if you could quickly register, that would be great. And uh, Michael and Abigail will appreciate very much. So God bless you. And I trust that uh, the Word of God will feed your soul this morning. Murphy, that was a masterpiece on Wednesday night. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. See, see the Word opening up. My goodness, I, I'm loving it. I'm just loving it. So God bless you. Let's turn to the Scripture. We'll go to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. I told the brothers this morning, I took a line actually from Michael. This will probably be Tom Ray's shortest service ever. And whenever he said that, I go, oh no. And so then when he said, oh no, I thought I'm in trouble. But we'll just try and, and, and focus here on the word. I know some of you are still uh, jet-lagged. And uh, I just trust that you don't close your eyeballs on me too, too soon. All right. So 1 John chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. You have to remember, saints of God, what the word of God is, is to encourage you in the faith, to build you up in the faith. So there are, there are spirits, and the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and high places. And so we have only one protection, not our feelings, not how we feel. Our protection is the Word of God. And you have to take everything back to the Word of God. And God only honors truth. He vindicates truth. Truth. So let's take a look at that again. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So now, of course, we can quickly in our minds take from the scripture where a prophet preaches anointed ones at the end time. And, it, and it's to do with the rain that it falls on the just and the unjust. So there are people that are anointed to be what they are, but we won't have to worry about what they are. We just want to be anointed for what we are. So the rain's falling. So the weeds rejoice and the wheat rejoices. Just determine you're a wheat and you'll do fine. Okay? Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard, that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Can you see how quickly the white horse rider rode? How quickly Satan was to combat the word of God. How quickly. So... I, I just want to put you in notice now. If Satan was so quickly trying to destroy the church in its beginnings, how much more will Satan want to try and destroy the church 
at the end time. So hell has unloosed its borders. But remember what a prophet said. Heaven has come down. You sang seven angels in a cloud. Brother Bram said a messenger had to be on earth to receive that Revelation 10.1. So God has given us the word to combat Satan. Already the Antichrist is in the world. I want to say to you this morning, there's an Antichrist spirit still floating around. But we've got the spirit of God by the word of God discerning the spirit of Satan. Amen. Verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who? The Antichrist. Can we go back to that scripture again? You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Not just one. Many Antichrist spirits. You've overcome them because greater... Greater, are you ready? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. Powerful. Powerful. Let's go to John chapter 14 verse 12. Greater is he. Now, Jesus is saying here in in St. John 14, verse 12, I believe I'm preaching and ministering to the bride of Jesus Christ, not only here, but those that have joined with us on the Internet, and for those I want to greet this morning with a hearty greeting of God bless you for your support that has gone on behind the scenes, your giving and your tithing and your offerings to the church that you've never been in. I mean, to me, that's very humbling, saints, that people have that much confidence that we will minister the Word of God and we will see this message go out around the world. And we're thankful to that, and we've been in that vision of our pastor these many years, and we will continue to be in that vision. Amen. Jesus says here in St. John 14, 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And a greater works than this, these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Amen. Let's pray one more time. Father, we've read your word. We're asking now you'll inspire us, Lord, both speaker and hearer, and that you will revelate us, Lord, in the hour of need. Speak to every heart, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'd like to speak on, I know, I know, I know, part two. I know, I know, I know. Everybody knows something about nothing, and everybody knows something about something, but not everybody knows any, everything about anything. You can follow that. I can't even follow that. 
but we understand that we are in an eight. David, nice to have you home. God bless you. We've missed you tremendously. We find in an age of, of, of knowledge that is so um, unfolding, it's, it's hard to keep up. As we said last week, it used to take 100 years to double knowledge and 45 years for it to double. Then it was 11 to 12 years, and now it's 11 to 10, min, or 10 to 11 or 12 minutes to double knowledge. And that's why everybody thinks that they know everything but know nothing. Because whatever they knew, it's no good anyway. But one thing we do know, to know him is life eternal. And so I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about knowing all the new scientific data. As Brother Bram talked about, you know, they thought that if a ball rolling across at 30 miles an hour would just go off the earth and fly into the abyss, and we proved them wrong. And science is rewriting their books and will continue to rewrite their books. But we have a book that never will be rewritten. Will never be added to or taken away from. It's the perfect word of God. And you can, you can rest your soul upon the revelation of the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. So we're living in an hour of, of, of great contention. We see more and more today, uh, as you take a message book, it's more, it seems actually more relevant. And that's why you know it's a prophetic uh, message. Because, Brother Branham, let's take the simple example. Dogs. And everybody went quiet. Dogs. Brother Bram said they will have dogs over children. And I'm thinking, well, when he's saying that in the 60s, uh, I mean, you had a mutt in the doghouse. Now they own the house. It's true. He used to say, if you're not good, if you don't, you know, if you're not good, you're going to go be in the doghouse. Like that was, uh, that was now, put me in the doghouse. But it's more where they will not have children, but they will have dogs, and you drive by a dog park, and there's more dogs than there is in the playground. You see one or two kids on the slide when it used to be where everybody was on the slide, and there was not even a dog park. Now you have dog parks everywhere, and you say, well, that's such a small thing. But that alone, saints of God, how profound. Nobody was in that realm. And so now, you know, we know Jesus said when you see nation arise against nation, and we've got that in Luke, and we've read it, but now we're living in a constant uh, aggravation of nations. One, you know, you got North Korea, it wants to pop a bomb out there, and it lands in the Sea of Japan, and everybody gets all upset, and he wants an intercontinental missile to come to America, and who's North Korea? Now you have Israel again, and Israel's in the, in, the, in, the, in the news, and you see the combativeness of other nations against Israel. But we see Russia, and we see the Ukraine, and that becomes an everyday thing. Now it used to be news a couple of weeks ago, and now it's gone on for over a month, and now you've gone to other uh, thoughts. 
but people are still being murdered and killed and destroyed, cities being leveled. But then your prophet says in Uniting Time Inside, nations are breaking for the time now. We see they're supposed to do this. They're supposed to do this. Don't let this be your, uh, uh, something that puts you down. It's supposed to do this. We're in the process of national disturbance. We see nations are breaking relationships year by year. We find this nation is being swallowed up. Now, now he's talking about America. Now, I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. Policing. I am not preaching political science. I hated that class. I'm not preaching political science. I'm preaching the message of the hour. And this message is to loose a people, not only in Jubilee, but to loose you from this earthly realm and put you into heavenly places. We see nations are breaking relationships year by year. We find this nation being swallowed up in communism. And now here parties are rising up within America. Socialism in America. Communist delegates are now getting promoted in America. It was a thing that they fought Fought, fought, and Brother Bram said America's wormed with it. It sure is. Sure is. This one is being swallowed up. This nation is being swallowed up in communism. Right here in our own nation. So you don't have to worry about the Ukraine and Russia. It's here and it's well and it's living. Not saying it's right, but it's been prophesied to be. Right here in our own nation, it's honeycombed with communism. And it will take over. So there's your political science 101. Less than 101. Point 101. See, it'll do it and there's no way stopping it. There's no way stopping it. And then if that is happening, he then goes on to say, God is uniting his bride. So get out of the natural realm. Get out of the carnal realm. Get out of the news feed realm. And get into the gospel feed realm. Get in the message realm. Because now it's, it is Satan now trying to fight for territory. He's trying to get your territory. But you got to get him out of your territory and get the mind of God. Because it will be this message that will drive Satan out of this gray matter. Nothing else. No gaming. No schooling. No nothing. It'll take the message. To drive Satan out of your mind. That's why you have to bring all things subject to the word of God. Casting down imagination. And every high thing that exalts itself above the word of God. Cast it down. 
Cast it down, saints. We're living in a time of blast off. If they can put machines on the, on the moon, they can put machines on Mars, and they've got them roving all over the place. Surely there's another Enoch coming on the scene. He was the seventh from Adam. We are the seventh from the second Adam. Come on, walk with God. We walk with God. He was not. And there's another group of people that walk with God and will not be. And I happen to be one of them. I'm one of them. Amen. Listen, saints, I don't know where your little minds are at or my little mind is at. I don't care about it. There's only one mind I want. Listen to me, mothers. You're going to need this for your children. Because what you're seeing, a perversion that the government is trying to put down your throat is only going to get greater. But this message will hold back Satan. You say, oh, it's a message that was preached in the 60s. Saints, that was God speaking through a vessel, letting you know spirits are coming. Antichrist demons are coming. But greater is he in you. You might as well rejoice. Because if you get that word in you, Satan has to flee. Hallelujah. It's a warfare. It's a fight. It's a fight for your temple. Satan wants you. God's claimed you. And once you've been claimed, you can't go back to that slave market again. So you might as well rejoice. I'm going to do the greater works. Greater works. Brother Bram said, you can't. It's greater works. What more can you do? Greater works. He said, you can't do any greater works than what Jesus did. But all that is is in more. He raised the dead. Healed the sick. Listen, I'm looking at a lot of dead people risen here. And at various at deathness. Huh? You see, is there various deathnesses? Yep. You can be just dead. Jairus' daughter just died. You can be dead dead. And that's the widow name. Come on. Dead dead. He's he's getting on his way. And you can be stinking dead. But I don't care if you're dead, dead, stinking dead, or just dead. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I never raised you. Murphy never raised you. Brother Biscoll didn't raise you. Michael didn't raise you. The resurrection raised you. Don't look for the resurrection. We're in the resurrection. Hallelujah. I'm just looking for that one more revelation. We get so Pentecostal minded, so church minded, so uh, individual minded. My way or the highway. It's God's way or no way. Young people, one day, when, they, when the Holy Spirit really sweeps over you, they'll be singing, they'll be shouting. Amen. Because it won't be your mommy's religion, and it won't be your daddy's religion. It will be your own religion. 
I don't shout because of dad and I don't shout because of mom. But I got something bubbling up inside. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. We've been rejoicing over a jubilee. We are in a jubilee. Do you know the time? By the time the tent, Moses was given the dimensions of the tent in the wilderness. And when they built the tent, it was on the 50th day the tent moved. After 50, days of con- after 50 days it was constructed, the tent was on the move. That means the pillar of fire is on the move. I want you to know in this jubilee, the pillar of fire is on the move. This tent is on the move. Your tent is on the move. Don't put your stakes down and start living for Laodicea. You lift up your stakes. You follow the word of God. And when he says, rise, let us rise. Hallelujah. God is uniting his bride. She's coming together from the east. Coming together from the north. Coming together from the south. It's uniting time and it's on right now. God uniting with a people. And you of all churches should rejoice. We've got them from the east, the west. The north, the south. What we've been enjoying is heaven. Amen. In your national garb. Come on. It's one body we. One bread. From every nation. Kindred. Tongue and nation. You've been enjoying Fiji. China. Congo. Zimbabwe. Europe. Come on, Nathaniel. I can get an amen out of you on that one. I'll take Belgium any day. We got them from England. We got them from America. We got them from South America. We got them from around the world. No wonder we got heaven on our mind. And it's not just us four no more either. We want to find that last one. That's what that burden, that's why that pastor had a vision. Got to get this message out. What is it? It's the call to the bride. It's the call to the bride. God uniting his bride. She's coming together from the east, from the north, west, and west, from the east and west, north and south. There's a uniting, and it's on right now. Isn't that right, Brother James? It's on now. What's uniting me with you? We don't, I don't even know you. Just a few years ago, he was going his way. I go my way. Is that true, James? You were living your life. I was living my life. But in the thought of God, there had to be then omnipotence starting to move. And loose the grip of Satan. Don't you take that quote for granted. It was Satan that loosed his, it was Satan that had his grip and God loosed that grip. I once was bound, but now I'm free. Amen. What is she being united for? What is this uniting time and sign for? What is it? Why why, why would a prophet even preach a message in 1963, August, uniting time and sign? He says, what is she uniting for? The rapture 
I love it. Whoever, who, I think there was a, a spoken word that printed this book way back in the dark ages. What's she being united for? Rapture. Amen. God's getting her ready. Yes, sir. Uniting. What's she uniting with? The word. The word, Brother Curtis. What are we being united with? Not the Cloverdale Bible way. That, these walls are going to burn. It's going to go. But we're being united with the very presence of the great I am that is in this building. Amen. And Brother EBA, don't you ever get discouraged. You just claim it because I got also quotes, Brother Murphy. I got quote after quote after quote. Believe it. Speak it. Say it. I'm bride. Believe it. Speak it. Say it. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God unto salvation. To them that believe. Are you a believer this morning? Then there's a rapture waiting for you. Amen. God is getting her ready. Yes, sir. Uniting her with what? She's being united with the word. So now you understand how John was saying now, many antichrists in the world, many, many people being anointed, but now we got a greater anointing. We've got the seed gene in us that is way more powerful than what Satan can throw at you in the world. Greater is he that's in you. For all heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. And that's the glorious part. Devil, beat me up. Try and get me. Put me down. I'll get back up. Come on. I got the word in me. The word is the resurrection. You can't stay down. You got to get up. You can't get knocked out. Amen. Here you are now. That's thus saith the Lord. Wow. It. She's being united with the word. For all heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. She's, she is uniting herself with thus saith the Lord. Amen. See, people don't get it. They think it's Bible way. If I don't have my name on the phone list, what on earth? My name's not on the phone list. Where's Megan? She can tell you. People get offended. Say hurtful things, maybe. We're not, that's not the book I want my name written in. It could be overlooked, but Jesus will never overlook you. Huh? It, 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 you, know, you, you hurt this and you hurt that. Saints, get over it. We've all been hurt. Get over it. We're being united, not with our feelings and emotion. Not with our conscious memory, imagination, affection, and reason. We're not being united with that. We're being united with, thus saith the Lord. Stay with this message. And it will, saints of God, take you out of this world. Hallelujah. She's getting ready. Why? She's the bride. That's right. She's united. She united herself with her bridegroom. 
Ah, oh, that alone, I, I just chewed on. Mm. She united herself with the bridegroom, and the bridegroom is the word. She united herself with the word. <laughs> my, 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 second Eve, you should be just rejoicing. Rejoicing in the goodness of God. This is not some mythical thought to people, but it's a reality. Causing a thirst and a hunger set in a people far above reading newspapers and news clippings. It's far above that. The signs are flashing. It's uniting time and sign. Um, we've got graduation coming up. And I always like to ask the graduates, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're already growing up. So now what do you want to be? Oh, I remember one graduation. I don't, was it Julie's? Where's Julie Walner? I don't know whether it was yours or one of the message girls. Somebody said, had about, there seemed to be a thousand graduates. So, anyways, Joe and I were sitting beside, must have been, must have been, I don't know. But Joe and I were sitting beside each other, and, and everybody was either going to be a rocket scientist, nuclear physicist, you know, a Ben Carson or something. And everybody was way up in the stars. I don't know, Joe, if you remember this, but this fellow came out and he had those, you know, those biker boots on and he had a cape and a hat on and he looked rough. Came to the microphone and this is, you know, Tom Ray. And he goes, I'm going to be a mechanic. And the whole place erupted because that was real. <laughs> that was real. You looked at him and said, yep, you're a mechanic. But I don't know whether those guys were nuclear scientists or whatever. But they had their head in the clouds, let's put it that way. Maybe some did, and good for them. But saints of God, we have to be focused. We're not shotgunning ourselves. But I have to be laser focused. That I know that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. So if you're a mechanic, praise the Lord. If you're a carpenter, glory to God. If you're an accountant, praise the Lord. It doesn't matter. God's got you there for a reason. It's always for a reason. So to get to this apex of having a job, you have to work towards it. And that's where everybody gets quiet. You want to be a nurse? It's a four-year program. You want to be a doctor? It's a seven- to eight-year program. You want to be a pharmaceutical doctor? Or in how many years? Eight years? Wow, amazing. The fortitude it took because he had a vision. So I don't care if you're a mechanic, a pharmacist, doctor, whatever. Stay focused and let God use you. 
Because God will use you. He will use you. But you can't just put a lawyer fighting for your life at the courthouse if he hadn't gone through his preparation. And I'm not looking at any Iverson at this time. People want to be lawyers. It takes five, six, seven years to be whatever you want to be. It's, it, you're going to have to have a determination. If you want to be a plumber, and you say, a plumber. Hey, if I had a job description I'd want to be right now, doctors don't even make as much as plumbers. That's nothing to laugh about. We had a plug pipe, and a guy came up, and, and he wasn't even 20 minutes. Boom, boom, boom. He knocked up the whole thing out there, and, and it wasn't a big enough one of those snakes that goes in, you know, power snakes. So he got a bigger one. Boom, boom, boom. 40 minutes goes by and hands me a bill for 635 bucks. I just about fainted. And I looked at him and said, I'm not paying. <laughs> I may not be Scottish now, now I'm English. But I still ain't paying that. I said, doctors don't even make 600 and some odd dollars an hour. He said, well, that's the rate. I said, it's not my rate. <laughs> but to get wherever that man was, it took some schooling. Be a physiotherapist. I don't care. Would be whatever you want to be. It just doesn't happen. It takes preparation, determination, hard work. Because you don't want to be the bottom of the class. Every Joe Blow can be average. But we're not average. Right, come on, graduation class. Here, yep, I'm, I'm trying to help you teachers. We aren't an average people. We are above average. We are the elected lady of the bride of Jesus Christ. And whatever you do, you put your whole heart into it. Hallelujah. So it takes preparation. It takes hard work. It takes time. I have a son who's in power. I think he wanted to do it because the prophet did it. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, that would thrill me when I see Brother Bram said I was on the power lines. <laughs> That's what I am. It'd be wonderful to be a carpenter. That was Jesus. <laughs> huh? And, and so, as a dad, you go, oh, no, no. You have to be on your A game every day. You're pay, playing with power. You have to be on your A game. I want you to get spiritual on me. Don't go and think carnal now. Because if you don't, you're going to lose an arm, you're going to lose a leg, you're going to die. You got to be on your A game, buddy, with this power. This power that God has sent down in this age. You won't lose an arm, you'll gain a new body. Hallelujah. But it takes time, it takes effort. Get in the message, get in your Bible, learn how to pray, call on God. It takes time to be holy. Is everybody hear me? From the top to the bottom. It takes time to be a, a lineman. It takes time to be a lawyer. It takes time to be a doctor. It takes time to be a teacher. It takes time. It 
to be an accountant. It takes time. So you've got to put in some time. For without holiness, no man shall see God. You just don't become holy. You lay before a holy God. It was not the mountain that was holy. It was the holy God on the mountain. It's not the people that are holy. It's the holy God that is in the people. So the bride's united with a holy God. And she becomes holy by his righteousness. It takes time. It takes effort to do whatever job you got, Brother David Roy. Takes time and effort. Had to work up, work hard, change. I remember when Sam was graduating and whoever was giving the, the speech of, you know, the, whoever they invite to give speeches, and she was the doctor of Portland College or whatever it was, speaking to the graduation class of Sam, and said, By the time you have 25 years in your job, you will change your job five times, your job description. I said, Five times? That's incredible. You can change your job description five times. And some of you brothers are sitting there, well, I've had more than five. So in each one of those, you had to put effort in to be what you are. Brother Phil, can I ask you a question? Did you just put your fingers on the piano when you played? Michael tried that. <laughs> Didn't work, did it, honey? Huh? Man, he thought, I, I want to play the piano. So we put him in piano lessons. D, Donkey Dan. E, Elephant Ernie. I was hearing all this. And so we got his music bag that had the piano, sort of the piano keys on it. and had a, had a pencil and an eraser. And he had a little thing. He put his little chart up there and sat on the piano and put his fingers on the piano. And, and he looked at it, but his mom and said, it's not working. Yeah, dads remember these things. It's crazy what we remember, huh? But you just can't step into it, is my point. You can't just step into it. You got to lay before God. Say, Lord, use me. Fill me. Anoint me. Guide me. Lead me. Why? Because I want to do great exploits. Greater than this shall you do. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 11. Now we get to our subject. Listen, I've had a lot of boys come through our home. I've got Ricard, I got Marco, three sons. And every one of them have never stayed with their first job. I think maybe you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> if Brother Ricard was still working today, he'd be at Chicken Barn Cleaner. <laughs> have you ever told anybody that or I let the cold cat out of the bag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between his dirty clothes and Sam was a landscaper. And when they would come home, they were muddy, dirty, 
filthy. And Joanne would stand out there with a hose, hosing him down. I think I went through three washers and three dryers because of the grit and the grind and the grind. You owe me. (laughs) It's work. And as we walk in Christ and we move from glory to glory to glory to glory, saints of God, it will take time and it will take some effort. The Bible says here in Daniel 11, verse 32. Daniel 11, verse 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries. Quorum. But the people that what? That know their God. I know, I know, I know. Paul said, I know in whom I have believed. Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. Now Daniel is writing this. But the people that do know their God shall be weak. Hmm? Come on. I'm not looking at a bunch of weak-kneed Christians. Uh, Brother Bram got moss back sitting on your bench. My Bible says they, the people, that know their God shall be what? Say it louder. Confession's good for the soul. Can you say it one more time? The people that know their God, they shall be strong. Come on. We're going in rapture. Strong. Does it matter by size? Does it matter size matter? Brother Bram told you, he says it's not the size that matters, but it's the fight in the dog that matters. If this is true, you should be willing to die for it. If you don't believe in it, then you're not for it. Because they're the first church age under that anointing. They went to the cross. They died willingly because they were anointed for it. They were strong in the faith. People would look at that and say, that was weak. That was not weakness. That was the anointing of Almighty God coming down, driving them. I said it years ago, I took out of a Fox's Book of Martyrs at the Log Church. There was a mother. There was a mother, and they were taking that ball with the iron spikes in it. And they were beating her in the head with it. And their son was tied to the stake. And they said to her, recant, and we'll release your son. And he was crying out to his mother, don't recant, mother. We can do this. We can do this. Come on, Brother Roy. We can do this. We can put on the rapture. We're anointed for this rapture. This isn't mind over matter stuff. This is heart stuff. 
This is where the heart takes over, not the mind taking over. It's the heart driving you. Give me a heart like thine, O oh God. Hallelujah. They that know, they that have relationship, they that have an intimate relationship, because it goes stronger. They that have an intimate relationship with God know their God, strong in the faith, and shall do great exploits. So you use the word exploit. I'll take it from the Hebrew. You'll take it from that maybe Webster. Two different exploits. How many know what exploit means? To exploit somebody is to take advantage of somebody. I would say the Catholic Church. What did they do? Exploited South America. Killed the Mayan people. Took the gold. Destroyed the nations. They exploited. Every country's guilty. France is guilty. Exploit the natural resources of Africa. You know, Dr. Livingston, you think that he was only there for a doctor? No, he was there a part of the uh, Geological Society of England because wherever he went, he would make a diary. In this country, there's gold. In this country, there's timber. In this country, there's diamonds. It's the white man. Come on. Stick with me. Nations are corrupt. Civilization is of the devil. But this one that comes down from above is from God. Men will exploit men. Businesses exploit their employees. They take advantage of them. They give them low wages. Expect longer hours. Come on, stay with me. People get exploited all the time. Listen, if you are a master, be fair with your servants. Do not take advantage of it. That's the exploitation of Webster. But God's exploitation is of a different matter. It's not of the earth. It's of glory. And God's people are strong and do great exploits. Never take advantage of a mother. Never take advantage of a sister. Never take advantage of a church. Never take advantage of the ministry. Never take advantage of the sheep. Never take advantage. God's exploits is to plunder the enemy. Amen. Yes, sir. God's exploits. You know what exploit in the Bible means? A renowned deed. That was a renowned deed that David did. Come on. That know his God. You come to me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. He knew his God. He was a little boy, but he knew his God. I'm looking at young men. You know that same God. It'll take down the enemy. You'll do great exploits for the kingdom of God. It will be a strong need. God's exploits. 
is not to plunder and make somebody weak. But when God has his exploits done, it's a heroic deed. Gideon, you got too many men. Separate them. 32,000, too many. 300. Come on, get it down to 300. But you're against 132,000. God doesn't go by numbers. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. He did great exploits. And you know what? He was weary. My Bible said he was weary. Your Bible said he was weary. But though he was weary, yet he pursued. Come on, stay with me. Though you be weary, keep pursuing. Run that devil out of here. Amen, EBA. That's nothing but lying vanities. By his stripes, I am healed. That's a heroic deed. And his children that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Hallelujah. Babies won't be, they won't be natural. You can't have a natural baby, lying devil. Come on, Dan, lying devil. I know my God. I will be strong. And I'll do a heroic act. I believe. Hallelujah. Isn't that right, Brother Ryan? Did great exploits. We don't have to look in the Bible. We are the next chapter of the book of Acts. She will do the greater works. Is it happening in this church? Yes, it is. You don't have to look outside and say, oh, where's God? Where's God? God's all around us. Hallelujah. God's exploits, Brother Mike. We do exploits. Devil tried to take you down. Not a such a chance. No, sir. Once God's got you, the devil can't have you. Amen. He can try to afflict us, but we're getting a new body no matter what. Amen. Exploit means to do a renowned deed. I'll do great exploits. I'll do a renowned deed. I'm telling you right now, you're going to do a renowned deed. It's called a change in the body. That's going to be your renowned deed. Amen. Nothing like it ever has happened on the face of the earth. You had an Elijah go. You had an Enoch go. But now, saints of God, it's going to be a group of people. That's you and I. It's going to be extraordinary. Hallelujah. Just wait and see. Like one, I think Brother Bisco said years ago, you want my house? Have the keys. You want my car? Here's my keys. Because I'm going to be gone. In the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to be gone. No more time to say goodbye. Nathaniel, this is what mommy and daddy believe. This is what you have to believe. This is not holding on to mommy's skirt strings or daddy's suit coat. This is where young men start to understand, I am a David. I am a Samuel. I am that little maid that said, I would to God that you were with a prophet. Who told that little girl that? Brother Ram said she didn't even have an idea that the prophet could heal him. 
but there was an inspiration. Glory. She did a great exploit. Did Naaman get healed? If that can happen by a little girl speaking. Come on, Brian. The final voice to the final eight. Hallelujah. We've seen leprosy, which is a type of sin, leave people's lives. Isn't that right, Gabriel? I loved it when you prayed this morning. That's my Gabriel. Amen. I can't wait, Jariah, until you really get filled with God, till you leap over that balcony. That's going to be something too, isn't it? I love what that brother said. When they didn't have to roll that stone away. He walked through walls. He could have walked through. But it was a type of your seal. Your Easter seal. It was your type. That the God that was sealed up now was loosed. So that he could fill a people. So that she could do great exploits. And a greater than this shall ye do. Hallelujah. So whether it be sports, whether it be music, whether it be degrees or personal victories, it requires a preparation to get ready to do what you want to achieve. I moved into a house. I just wanted that yard to be finished quickly. Yard finished quickly. No, apparently not. I had to do some work. And yard work, I hate. And Joanne knows that. It's just not one of my fortes. But if you want something to look nice, you've got to put a lot of work into it. Mothers, you want a clean home, you've got to put work into it. Ooh, now I'm really getting down to the real quiet stuff now, huh? Surely there should have been a sister jump up and say, Glory to God, mine's sparkling. Keep her of the home. Not the keeper of them all. Tom, stop it. I got to preach it here and another brother going, oh my, what's Tom doing now? I'll move away from that subject. But it's true. You want a nice home? Takes time to make it nice. You want a nice meal? It's not... Frozen Swanson dinners. I don't even know if they make them anymore. Us older people know about Swanson frozen foods. Huh? But you go over to Mark and Rachel's home and they have a beautiful meal prepared, which you did with the brothers, and God bless you. Wish we could have stayed longer to enjoy your hard labor. Didn't get a piece of pie. But it takes time. It just takes time. Whatever we do right needs time. We need to take time with God. What exploits God's done amongst us just recently?
I could have Johnny Victoria, Victor and Sarah's baby, Dan and Dorothy's, Luis and Grace. Come on, rejoice. It, it shouldn't be me trying to pump you up saying it should be something inside of you. We've had prayer meetings for these situations. God answers prayer. And the people that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. It's Bible. You should expect it. I don't care what you need this morning. If you're a son and daughter of God and the devil's on your case, you run him out. You say, Satan, you're nothing but a liar. God's word is true. I know my God. I'm strong in the Lord. Amen. Listen, I'm not going to let sickness come into the church and I sit back and say, oh, look what's happening. No, sir. Brother Ron Spencer left here. He went two years, four stage cancer. Left here, 11 hours flying home. 11 hours. I mean, I can go to Europe in 11 hours. 11 hours to get to Virginia. Tired and weary the next morning. His brother has him preach the next night. His stomach is upset. His body is sick. And he's preaching. Brother Tim texts me. I said, where is he now? He's in church. There was no excuse. He was not looking for no excuse to stay home. Now you're getting on to somebody's address here, Brother Tom. There was no excuse. Four-stage cancer, brain breeds, brain cancer, lung cancer. Come on. Blood disease, whatever you want to say. But he's in church. Why? He's telling the Lord, I'm on your side. I'm on the Lord's side. I know. I know. I know. Don't tell me I don't know. I know I met God. I know what I was. I know what I am. Hallelujah. You can say it too this morning. I know in whom I have believed. The devil tried to tell you you're not saved. Listen, that's such an old record. I broke it a long time ago. Uh-huh. You're not saved, Tom. You're not saved. Hey, boom. You don't have records anymore? What do you have now? MP3? Boom. Yeah. I know my God. I am strong in the Lord. And I do great exploits. What do we do? We bind Satan. Power to bind. Power to loose. Come on, church. You have power to bind and power to loose. Why? She is the word attracted and united with the word. Hallelujah. COVID. I just want to boot him right out of here. We done a good one on him. Let's just stomp him real good today. I don't need nobody to tell me, oh, I can't take a shot. Really? If your God isn't big enough to watch over you, then it's better to be dead. 
Woo! You say, well, Brother Tom, you're really over the deep end. No. To be dead is to be in the presence of the Lord. Brother Henry's having a great time, Sister Elizabeth. Come on, saints. We either believe it or we don't. Bill, why did you call me back? There's another land. There's another place. And it's not here. It's over there. And I plan to do great exploits before I get over there. And then my greatest exploit will be traveling from here to there. Come and go with me to my father's house. COVID. Oh, yeah. Sixth wave. What, how many ways are you going to have? I sound like I'm in Hawaii. Huh? Look at that wave. <laughs> Anybody been pounded by a wave, you know it hurts. Huh? And there's another one behind it. Yeah, well, now there's a six. When's it going to be a seventh? Then there's going to be an eighth. And then there's going to be a ninth. And then it still tries to divide the body. I deny the devil. I deny him, saints. I don't care what people say or think or whatever. I know what the word says. Stay with the word. Don't make it up. Because you add, it's antichrist. You say, that's strong. Well, Paul was dealing with it. We'll be dealing with it before we go, and we are dealing with it. You say what the prophet says. You say what your Bible say. The prophet said, I'll render under Caesar what is Caesar's. And give God what's God's. You got an argument with that? Don't fight with me. Fight with God. A prophet did it. Ooh, that one really got quiet. I got three rights out of that. I like your right to be an amen. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Amen. COVID. COVID. Do you know what it's like to be on a monitor. You don't know what it's like to preach at a camera. Devil ain't going to stop us. They that know their God will be strong in the Lord and do great exploits. Devil didn't get us, didn't get you, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. We, didn't we, didn't we say? When we get together, when we get back together, when we're back together, we're going to have meetings like we've never had before. Is that not what was spoken? Is that was not spoken? Have we had meetings? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Supernatural anointed word. It's not the man. It's God using the man. You should rejoice, church of God, because those are love gifts that God gave you. Hallelujah. We've had a tremendous moving of God. And people are just saying, it's going to be over soon. It's going to be over soon. That's like people trying to tell me your kids aren't going to serve God. They're never going to serve God. I tell you what, I told the devil when they told us that, you're the, that's of the devil. Where'd you pick that one up from? You're going, to have to, you're going to have to fight for your children. This is not just a whole, I think, you know, okay, sirrah, sirrah, whatever will be, will be. No, sir. No, sir, from the day that God gave me them, and every one of them were supernatural. I fought the devil. Joanne fought the devil. I'm going to fight for your children. 
We are not letting our little ones behind. If God can use an 80-year-old man to deliver 2 million people, surely he can take just such flesh as us for a few people. Moses did great exploits. That wasn't Moses. That was the God that met Moses. <laughs> See, the trouble of it is, the carnal man always thought it was Moses. Dathan, Korah, Abram, they couldn't get past the veil. Huh? Well, you're not the only holy one around here. Uh, where were you before I came on the scene? I, I wish I would have been with Moses and Joshua at that time. Huh? When, when then, and Korah stands up and says, you think you're the only holy man around here? And Dathan says, amen, Korah. And Abraham says, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, you'll always get somebody to agree with you. You'll always have a few people who agree with you. But Moses could have turned around and said, and Joshua could have just said, Moses, can I say something? Where were you before the messenger came? You bunch of mud daubers. Look what I did. Oh, God, forgive us. You did nothing. God did everything. You had nothing, and God gave you everything. It wasn't you. It's the gift of God in you that gave you what you got. Don't ever get raised up and say, I did this. You did nothing. God blessed you. Amen. Tremendous moving of God in our meetings. I feel like I'm at the pool of Bethesda and the angel just going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. No waiting. And they waited for the waters to be troubled. It doesn't seem like there's been any waiting. Service after service, the angel of God has come up and down, up and down, up and down. People have run to those waters and have been healed. People have been delivered. But just in case you didn't get it, then Jesus came by your bench. Will you be whole? Yes, I will. Yes, we thank our Lord Jesus. That water's been stirring, Roy, like, like, it's, like it's lapping over the pool. Lapping over the pool. Jump in. Get that bitterness out of you. Jump in. Get the joy of God back in your soul. Jump in. Hallelujah. Jump in. Saints of God, I'm believing with Brother EBA. I'm going to let no unbelieving devil, Ella, none unbelieving devil give you anything less than what God already told you. Does he save? Does he deliver? Does he heal? Then he's still in the healing, delivering, and saving business. Man, I feel like I could run through a troop and leap over a wall right now. We've got the devil on the run. So let's keep him running. 
Keep it running, saints. Yes, sir. The waters have been moving. The pool of Bethesda is moving. The angel of the Lord has been troubling. Amen. He's been speaking to us individually. And EBA, two years you've been waiting for your wife to come over. Two years for your baby to get over here a year a little bit. Huh? And he's been waiting eight years to get your PR? Was it eight? Six. And his wife lands at the airport and they give her her PR. Oh, you say, that's a small thing. That is not a small thing. That is a great thing. That's a great exploit. God did that. And if you had to go through that for this, Brother Ebay, then so be it. But by his stripes. If he began a good work, he'll finish that work. Brother Ben, you expect a total healing. I don't, I hey, nerve, I've had nerve problems. My leg shakes, my body shakes at night that I don't even know that takes place. My wife said, boy, you were shaking tonight. I don't even know. You're sound asleep. You got nerves or are trying to come together or whatever the case may be. But I know a God. They looked at my ankle this week. They said, hey, your ankle looks perfect. Praise the Lord. God's on the throne. And so then the exploits of God is not taking advantage of people. The exploits of God are conquering Satan. It means to have a renowned deed or a heroic act or a noble achievement in God's eyes. I'd rather take, I'm sorry, Webster. I know you're a Christian man, and God bless you, you did a great job doing the Webster Dictionary. But I'll take the Bible's meaning on exploit. So when a supernatural exploit is done, it means that that is an extraordinary accomplishment that comes from above. (laughs) My, 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 Sister Victoria, I'm seeing a supernatural accomplishment of God. Uh Uh-huh. Trinity Western could have swallowed you out and spit you out, right? You could have been destroyed like many other university students have been. But there was something in you that was greater. She will do the greater works. Isn't that true, Brother Jean? Isn't that true? University will spit you out unless you're focused. They got this idea and that idea, and they'll challenge you on this, they'll challenge, and they know nothing. Before your professor asks you a question to challenge you, you ask him, what's your, lo- what's your life like? What's your home like? Where's your wife? What's your kids look like? You have a right. They want to challenge you, you challenge them. Most of the professors I had, even in the 70s, early 70s, were perverted. I can't imagine what they are now. 
But you know, they might even look squeaky clean on the outside, but what are they on the inside? Hey, I was in a fraternity. I know lawyers. I know accountants and chartered accounts. I know what their lives are like. They're feeble. At best, it's just eh. I wouldn't want to have their homes. I wouldn't want to be like them. I want to be like Jesus. <laughs> Why? Because God did an extraordinary accomplishment within my life. And for that to happen, that had to be an exploit that came from above. <laughs> Amen. How are we doing for time? I said the shortest, didn't I? I uh, sorry, Mike. Hey, my watch stopped. That's awesome. It's only 11.30. (laughs) I better lay my hands on that watch. Exploit. A renowned deed. Think about it. Noah. A renowned deed. Exploit. Didn't rain. Build an ark. And the only eight people got saved. Oh, the church used to be packed. How come it's not packed anymore? So what? People, if you're in numbers, that's a denominational spirit. Sorry. That's why the prophet said you were looking for numbers. He said there will be very, 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 very few. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way and few that there be that find it. But you have to say in your own heart, I'm one of the few. (laughs) Because an extraordinary act came from from above. A great exploit came down and it's called Jesus Christ himself. The greatest exploiter. And people say, you called him an exploiter? Well, I'm taking it the Bible way, not the Webster's way. He is the greatest exploiter on the universe or in the universe. I saw a few of your younger pictures. Don't get quiet now. That was after you were saved. But I've also seen a few of your pictures before you were saved. That one took an extraordinary act of God. Right, John? <laughs> I remember I passed John. John, can I say something? Yeah, of course, it's your testimony. And Brother Johnny wasn't serving all, well, always serving the Lord. He wasn't. Same as me. I wasn't always serving the Lord. But all of a sudden, I, I, I saw him coming down, the, and he's on his a little BMX bike or whatever it is down by a mountain road. He doesn't even know. I probably even know this little part. And he, he comes whipping by, and I look at him. I go, whoa, that boy really needs to get saved. I, I said, I, I'd say that about me, too. And what did the Lord do? He did an extraordinary come from heaven above, come down and defeated Satan and gave him a new mind, a new heart, a new spirit. And have we enjoyed his life? Yes, we have. Satan tried to snuff it out, but Jesus, Jesus prayed for us. Hallelujah. Can can I give you a few other examples of other translations regarding your extraordinary accomplishment that came from above. But the people that know their God shall prove 
they're strong. They will stand firm. And they will do exploits. I'll take that. Okay, here's another translation. The people that know the awesomeness of God. <laughs> is he awesome? Our God is awesome. Hmm? The people that know their awesome God shall be strong and do great exploits. Can I give you another one? They shall prevail. They shall succeed. And they shall conquer. The people who know their God. Here's a good one. They're loyal. Let's try that one. The people who know their God are loyal. Loyal. I got charged by people that left years ago. Tom... You are too loyal. I said, how can you be too loyal? He says, you're loyal to a fault. I said, let that be to my account. If I was loyal then, I want to be loyal now. And my, my Bible, I said, I'll be loyal always. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. My loyalty is not in man. My loyalty is in Christ Jesus. And the people that know their God will be loyal. They'll be loyal to their God and they'll be valiant. Come on, Gab. Valiant. No more Prince Valiant in the comic books. When I was a kid growing up, Prince Valiant, he was the guy on the steed of the horse with the big, long thing, and he won every battle. Well, if a comic book could win every battle, and we're not comic book material, huh? If they could have Prince Valiant win his battles in natural, carnal, comic form, what about the reality form? Winning every battle. Ooh. Because the Lord's on our side. But you, you changed the words there, Brother Tom. Yeah, I did. It was, that was the original. It was fighting every battle because the Lord's on our side. But he's never lost. Every battle he has fought, he has won every battle. And a greater than this shall she do. Hmm. Who's the she? She who has been united with the bridegroom. You will do exploits. You'll be strong. You'll be valiant. You'll be loyal. Hallelujah. God is uniting his bride. She's coming together. Yes, sir. And it's happening right now. 1 John 5 and 20 says, and we know, I know, I know, I know, part four. We know that the Son of God has come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him. That is true. We are in him. 
that is true. Even in his son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal life. No. What do you know, Alex? What do you know? I know the devil's a liar. Come on, tell him. Tell him, devil, you're a liar. You can't have Matthew. Say, how long? It doesn't matter how long. Stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief, but be strong, giving praise to God. Start speaking, Matthew. Start speaking, Matthew. Over your table, Matthew. If you all did what Brother Ken did to me, we'd have a riot on our hands. Brother Ken, every time he says, I don't even remember this because he's too old to remember. Oh, that was a hard one, I know. <laughs> no. no, every time he see me, start witness to me. Witness to me. David's not something like you do. Until I got so frustrated. I said, if he talks to me one more time, I'm throwing him out the door. I did. I, that's what I said to myself. But it was at that time that he gave me serpent seed. And when I got serpent seed, I got the whole works. God revealed serpent seed to me, to me. But Ken never gave up on me. Linda never gave up on me. Don't give up. Give out. Don't be a taker. Be a giver. Give out. Give out to the person that you work beside. Give it out. This is their only chance. You're getting down to home cooking right now. Because we've got to bring that which is from up down into our everyday lives. We know. Because we've experienced it. It's not been a theological understanding. Ken would witness to me, and I had my best friend was a psychologist. Another friend of mine was a psychology professor at Trinity Western College. And I'd ask Ken, Ken would tell me this, and I'd go over there, and he would give me his answer. And I said, even in my unsaved state, realized he didn't know what he's talking about, and Ken, who barely got saved, knew what he was talking about. So the tug of war took place. I'm so happy the Lord drew me to this side. We know that the Son of God has come. We know that the Word of God has come. We know He's the greatest exploiter in the universe. We know He came down and dwelt in the body. We know He went through Gethsemane. We know He went through the beating. And Brother Bram cried out one time. I've got it in my notes, and surely we're not going to get there because we're still on page one. He says, there was Jesus. He knew what was waiting for Him at Gethsemane. He knew what was waiting for him in Jerusalem. He knew what he had to go through. But if he hadn't done it, Congressman Upshaw would not be healed today. And I thought, oh my God, if he hadn't gone to Calvary, come on. If he hadn't gone to Calvary, there would be no Malachi 4. There would be no messenger. There would be nothing for us, saints of God. But God, the great exploiter of the universe became your savior became your healer became your deliverer became everything to us but we have a part to play on this brother Bram said the hour is here the hour is here how many believe we could be raptured in the next moment? Who really actually believes it? Stay way up. So any moment now, we could be gone. Is that true? Then you're already the super church, right? 
You already are the invincible army, right? You don't have to be told that because you have to be because that's been the prophecy. That's already been prophesied. All right. Now then, hallelujah. That's right. God's church is coming together. We've been beat out, beat out there. The hour is coming. God's throwing the blanket around all of us to draw us in. For the enemy is at the gate. Hallelujah. He said, and now of his people, Daniel said, the great things of the last day, when these things come to pass, the great exploits will his people be then, and men of faith will do in that day. Who's going to do these exploits? Two, three, four, five. An exploit, a renowned deed. Every day you get out of bed and deny the devil, you're doing an exploit for God. Every day you go to work and come home and some car missed you. How many testimonies do we get? I just about was killed on the way to church. I just about was in this accident. I was in the accident, Brother Stephen. Revis. But the devil couldn't get me. God's got his angels all around us. It's a supernatural God, Brother Bram said, in a supernatural body. Now we're getting down to closing. A supernatural God in a supernatural body. Hmm. Giving supernatural signs. You are a super race. We know that people, Brother Milko, we're going to fight for your right side. I'm going to fight. You got to fight. We're right behind you. Fight. What Churchill say, Brother Norm? We will never, never, never. Never, never give up. Five times. If a statesman can say it, what about the bride of Jesus Christ saying it? Yes, sir. Supernatural God in a supernatural body. In the natural people giving supernatural signs. Can you imagine you're a supernatural sign? You go to work, you're a supernatural... Hey, Brother Abel, God bless you. You're a supernatural sign. A supernatural God in a supernatural body, in a natural people, giving supernatural signs. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. You're a super race. They that know their God shall do great exploits. If a prophet didn't say it, if the Bible didn't say it, you could just yawn and go home. But the Bible says it. The prophet says it. I want you to say, amen. I do exploits every day. I do the greater works every day. Every day. Then, what must we do, Brother Tom? Hebrews 4 and 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached. For unto you on this morning, May the 29th, 2022. I can say like Paul said to the Hebrews, And unto you is this gospel preached. As well as unto them. But the word preached. Didn't profit them. 
not being mixed with faith in them that they heard it. They didn't mix it with faith. I want to church this morning to say, we mixed the word this morning with faith. Do you have enough strength in your arm? The word will cut in there if there's enough arm behind it to push it. <laughs> you got to have enough faith. It'll find its place and cut every promise out and give it to you. Come on, super church. Where's your hand of faith? We say, here's my hand. But where's my hand of faith? It's in an unseen realm. If God said it, I believe it. Amen. And if you've got enough strength to push it and find its place, that it's not just a saying, but it's a reality, that promise will be cut out and given to you. Hmm. 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 If I really wanted to get serious, listen, I know we know our own lives. You don't need me to tell you what your problems are, but I do know them. I know my own problems. And so then if we can take this quote right now and say, listen, I'm going to claim my husband. I've got enough in my arm behind it in faith. And I'm going to cut it out and I'm going to do great exploits. And I'm not letting the devil have him no longer. And I can say that about a, 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 a wife. I can say that about your children, Violet. I can say, you take that hand of faith because you are that super sign. If we're just putting in time if we don't believe what we're hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've got to get... It says you've got a strong arm behind it. The sword... Pick it up in your arm, an arm of faith, grip it tight, hold on to it, and walk into the face of the enemy. Amen. Now, I wonder, do we have enough in us to do that this morning? When we leave church. He's not my enemy. I can't even do it. I can't even quote it. Can you take it? Put it in the face of the enemy and do great exploit. Say, well, I heard Brother Tom preach about it. I heard him preach or quote Brother Branham about it. And I heard that we're supposed to do it. But that's nice. That was a nice message. Or maybe he was too long and, and whatever. We've got to get past all that. And now take what God is giving us through the mouth of a prophet. Take a grip a tight, grip it tight, hold on to that faith as you did, Dan, as you did, Johnny. You say, well, it didn't seem like much. No, 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 no. You came and said, we got to pray. We got to pray. Brother Bram said, that's the greatest weapon you have. We got to pray. That's why there's prayer token board up in that room. We got to pray. We haven't had a prayer meeting in two weeks and I'm going through withdrawals. I mean that. It seems like it's been a year. 
Doesn't it, Dan? I can't wait to find out what's going to happen Monday night. Because they're men that really mean business. Grip it tight, hold on to it, and walk up into the face of the enemy. And say to that uncircumcised enemy, I'm standing in the presence of the eternal God. Let her go. Come on. If you've got a need this morning, take a grip of the word. Stand in the face of your enemy and say, let me go. We're winding up, saints. If you've got a need tonight, today, I want you to stand in the face of your enemy. I'm going to do a great exploit this morning. It's going to be extraordinary this morning. It's going to come down from the Father of lights. Hallelujah. You say, Satan, I take the prophet's message. I grip God's word. I come to you face to face. I deny you. Satan, release me. Hallelujah. Release me. Brother Bram says, if you need healing, take that strong arm and cut that devil out. Hallelujah. Let's fight together, folks. Let's fight together. How many need a healing this morning? Then let's drive that devil of sickness out of this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. If you need salvation, take that strong arm. Say, oh God, I'm needy of salvation this morning. Every promise, he said, in the Bible is yours. It's laying there, and Satan is trying to hide it from you. But this message, this light has shone this morning. How many have a need? Say, devil, give my healing back. Give my joy back. Musicians, please come. Please come. Satan's trying to hide it from you, but you need to take the sword of the Lord and you need to cut it out by faith and say, I'm going to do a great exploit this morning. I heard about the brothers doing it. I've heard about the sisters doing it, but I want it to be my testimony this morning. Hallelujah. Cut it out with a hand, arm of faith. Grip it tight. Walk into the face of the enemy and say, I claim it in the name of Jesus Christ. I claim the Holy Ghost. Lord, I don't know if I've even got the Holy Ghost. Lord, give me the Holy Ghost. Give me life of your life. Spirit of your spirit. Shouldn't there be a cry coming out? Shouldn't be a cry ascending before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. I need to see my daddy saved. I need to see my mommy saved. I need to see my home restored. Saints of God, there's enough to cut out here this morning that should send the devil running. You should be praising God and thanking him, saying, Jesus, I claim it in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I believe it. I speak it. I say it. Brother Bram says here in another place, speak it. Speak it. Believe it. Speak it. Amen. That's what you got to do. I'm not telling you that. A prophet's telling you that. Speak it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. This Babylon, this world, this Laodicea will never hold me. Satan, we give you notice this morning. We give you notice. Amen. We give you notice. We are not going to put up with your lies no longer. I'm going to take God at his word. I'm a free people. This, this jubilee is my jubilee. Why don't you just start claiming it? Amen. I'm free people. I'm a free person saying, you can't buy me no more. I'm denying you. I got a whole year of liberty. That whole year, they didn't have to work. They didn't have to do nothing. This is a time to rejoice. This is a time to tell the devil, I am free, free, free indeed. Amen. Babylon, as Michael had us sing the other day, can't hold me. Nebuchadnezzar can never hold me. No, sir, couldn't hold Daniel. He did great exploits. He was just a young boy at the time. He was in the teenage years when he came to Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar wanted to change his name. There was, uh, we say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But they wouldn't be identified with it because when Daniel was now going to be put to death by a decree of the king. That if uh, the astrologers and the sorcerers and all the, and all the oh, wizards couldn't come up with a dream and interpretation of the dream, every man would be put to death. And Daniel never even heard of it. But you read it in your Bible. Daniel says he, didn't, he called for his three compatriots. Somebody said this morning that the three musketeers are in the back. I said, I don't think they're musketeers. I said, they're compatriots. He called their names out. Daniel went to his house and made this known to Hananiah, to Michelle, to Azariah. He never once named them the name that Babylon gave him. And I believe one of the brothers mentioned that name, mentioned that about their names. How they did not identify with Laodicea. I am not the Tom Ray that the people knew me of. I'm a different Tom Ray. Daniel, when he left Jerusalem. You want a, par- a quote on this one? Daniel burnt all bridges behind him because he knew prophecy had to be fulfilled. 70 years is 70 years. So now here, Brother Bram says, Daniel burnt all bridges behind him. He wasn't planning on going back. He wasn't watching his back trail. He was looking and forsaking those things which were in the past. And he pressed on to the mark of the high calling. And that's what we should be doing. 
do a great exploit this morning. Burn your bridge. Tell the devil, I ain't going back to that thing no more, no more. And when he comes up to you and says, remember this, remember that, you say, no, I don't. I've burnt all my bridges. The great exploiter himself conquered Satan in my life. And it's been an extraordinary accomplishment that came from above. Did he save you? Will he lose you? Did he heal you? Will he heal you again? And again? And again? And again? Until you get a new body. We forsake all things, he said. We press to the mark. That's what the church should be doing. You've been tested. You've been tried. God has permitted Satan to give you a test. But oh, they test them by fire. They test them by lion's den. And in every instance, did you get that? In every instant, God brought them out more than victorious. I want you to rejoice this morning. Because if you've already asked, the answer is on its way. If you've already asked, the answer, EBA, is on its way. Time. God doesn't need time. We're caught up in time. But we're believing for the impossible now. Right, Brother Milko? Now. We're fighting for this body, are we not? She shall do the greater works. Will you do the greater works? Will you take with a grip in the face of the enemy and say, you can't have my children. They are mine. I want to sing that song, but I can't sing it without Michael singing it. Babylon. Yeah. Thought I'd throw you for a curve. Laodicea can't have us. I expect a louder one than that. Laodicea can't have you. Can't have your family. Can't have this church. Laodicea cannot lay claim to us no longer. Amen. Because we have now taken the word and we have mixed it with faith. Faith. We have the testimony of Christ. Paul says, and it is confirmed in us. It's confirmed in us. God's faithful by whom you were called unto this fellowship of the Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. If God's called you, he cannot lose you. Get a grip. Take the word. Deny the enemy. Brother EBA, the prophet said, you go believing and you have it. There was a sister that came up in the prayer line. Are you, can I just end with this quote? Are you getting ready to sing that song? Are you ready for this quote? He said, why don't you just bow your heads? I'm not asking you to bow your heads. I want you to listen to this quote. 
Here she is in a mental nervousness. A mental nervousness. The woman, the woman asks, should I believe when I feel like I'm dying all the time? Should I believe like I feel I'm dying all the time? You must believe regardless of anything. Do I hear an amen? Even though you don't feel like it, believe it. Even you don't see it, believe it. You never go on your feelings. You go on your faith. Hear a hearty amen. She shall be strong and do great exploits. See, you never go on your feelings. You go on your faith. The lack of it is, sister dear, I want you to be well. See, it's a mental disturbance all the time. You must keep saying, thank you, Lord. This is now God speaking through your prophet, telling you the remedy. I want you to go say, thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for my healing. Then Brother Bram says, how are you feeling? That's it. How do you know that? She said, wonderful. Isn't that a good confession? Church, how are you feeling? Wonderful. Wonderful. You must keep saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing. Thank you, Lord. How are you feeling? Wonderful. Thank God for my healing. I feel wonderful. Just keep on like that and you'll get well. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to have testimony lined out the door. Thank you, Lord. Isaac is going to be saved. Thank you, Lord. Amen, Michael. And you keep that banner up. You keep saying it. You keep speaking it. How are you feeling? Wonderful. But he's had a relapse. Wonderful. I don't look at the symptoms. I look at the promise. Exploits. Exploits. A renowned deed. If he's done it once, he'll do it twice. If he's done it twice, he'll do it three times. If he's done it a thousand, he'll do it a million times. How you feeling? Wonderful. Wonderful. You asked for something. You stood up. You lifted your hands. You're standing here. Amen. And God heard. 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 God heard you. And you knew it before you even asked it. That's my God. That's my God. And so now here's a lady who's got a mental condition. Phil, think about it. Mental condition. She asked an honest question. She asked a very honest question. Should, should, I, should I believe when I feel like I'm dying all the time? How many have felt like that? When, when you've gone through such pain and you didn't think that pain would go. And you just kept on claiming the promise. By his stripes, I'm whole. By his stripes, I'm whole. By his stri- the body has to come subject to your confession. By his stripes, I'm whole. By his stripes, I'm whole. Devil, you're a liar. God's word is true. And here I am, 40-some years down the road. I still have a foot. And I'm still standing. 
and God's still real. He said, the only thing problem, because I had a little problem, I mentioned it the other day, I broke my knee. They say, yeah, man, I've been favored. Because, you know, when, you st- when I stand at and shave, I, and I normally stand like on one foot and I shave like this. And I figure, man, all these years, man, 47 years, I've been sort of favoring this leg. And I think, oh, my goodness, my knee now goes. So I got, oh, I got to check this out. So we got it checked out the other day. And he looks at it and says, mm-hmm, you got a little bit of a growth there. We can take that out. I said, no, 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 no. I've had enough of you guys. Joanne looked at me and I looked at her. We, I mean, we don't know the answer. He says, I think you've been doing one thing too much. I said, what that? He says, kneeling. Well, well, Brother Bram said he got callous on his vocal cords. He says, I'm thankful to the Lord I got callous on my vocal cords. I thought, praise the Lord. I hope that's for that. That would be just so lovely that I could have that from kneeling. That's why in prayer meeting I stand. I stand to give God the glory. Can I finish this quote? Can I finish this quote? What should I do when I feel like I'm dying? When you think that nobody knows what you're going through. We all have been there. We've all been there. Some of you have had worse conditions than me. I know it is to close the door and wonder why, Lord. What is my portion? Only one time. One time. What do I do when I'm feeling this way? You must believe regardless of anything. When I read that, I wanted to put that on a plaque, Brother David. It doesn't matter how I feel, you feel, anybody feels in this church. You have to believe for the impossible. Because he is the one that can do all things. Hallelujah. You never go by your feelings. You go by your faith. You must keep saying, thank you, Lord. This is now a key for you. When you go through a hurt, you go through a pain, you go through a sickness, you go through something, you, this is your answer. What do I do? I want you to say it loud. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, Lord. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. You're feeling wonderful. Wouldn't that be wonderful? If we'd have no complaints in the church. Even though you're going through the hardest trial you've ever gone through. How you feeling, brother? Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank God for my healing. I just keep on like that. Just You'll get well, see? Get well. He says, there, climb up over those riffles. It's just a battle. You've got to fight, for you have a victory coming. Lord Jesus, bless this woman. I say, Lord Jesus, bless this church that says, thank you, Lord. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm saved. You've done great exploits in my life, and I continue to do more exploits by the grace of God. What a wonderful Savior we serve today. So blessed, can I end with this? It's the last scripture on page whatever, three. Last scripture. Blessed. 
Blessed. Phil, blessed are your ears. Blessed are your eyes. For they see and your ears. For they hear. Not everybody hears. Not anybody sees. But that blessed, when Jesus was calling them blessed, is a special meaning. You are a blessed people. Not because of circumstance. Got that. You're not blessed because of circumstance. Blessed in the Greek is makarios, which means you're possessing the character of deity. Only those that possess that character can hear and see. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your ears. You can do great exploits for the kingdom of God. Michael, can you help me? All right. Are you standing too long? Are you okay standing or do you want to sit? You're okay. Sing with Michael. Oh, Babylon, teaching me her pleasure-driven ways. Oh, and have some fun. Forget about tomorrow, live today. Oh, her music and her fashion, Hollywood and passion, stimulates the flesh just like wine. Oh, and all the while she pulls us all away from everything divine. Sing now. But I have heard a voice calling me out of Babylon. Oh, to a higher place. There's a mountain I can live upon. And I have made my choice. Jesus is my joy and liberty. Mystery reaches further to the soul. Put religion on. Never let the spirit have control. She stands against revivals. The truth within the Bible. Binding hungry hearts with chains of fear. Somehow makes confusion of the word that God has made so clear. But I have heard a voice calling me out of hell. Oh, to a higher place, there's a mountain I can live Jesus is 
Hallelujah. What a voice. What a message. What a calling. Brother Bram goes now. He says, now we can do great exploits this afternoon. And he was now going to perform many exploits throughout the service. And turns around and says, and the greater than this shall you do. Oh God, make this a revelation within our hearts and lives. We are not a defeated people. We are a victorious bride of Jesus Christ. Going through any situation, just go rejoicing. Be happy and thank God for its deliverance. Heavenly Father, Lord, we've just been rejoicing in the goodness of God and the great exploits that have been done amongst this assembly. Lord, there was once a holder that had a grip upon our lives. But a greater one has come down and loosed the grip of Satan. And so, Lord, amongst this blessed group of people that are gathered here this morning, I pray, God, whatever has bound them or tried to come into their lives, we bind it. You said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you bind in heaven shall be bound on earth. That is the promised word given to your bride elect. And so, Father, I pray for every need that's represented here. We deny the devil. Shall we quit believing, as that lady said, Lord? When I feel like I'm dying, he says, you keep rejoicing. Be happy. Say I'm wonderful. And God will turn around, heal you. Lord, these aren't just sayings of years ago, but we put them into practice in our own lives. And we've seen the victory of it, Lord. Bring us into greater victories, Father. Every need in divine presence meet. Let the people of God go rejoicing. And may, Lord God, the grace of God become more real to our younger ones and older ones alike. Father, we commit the service now into your divine care in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Well, I thought it was going to be short, and it turned out long. Next time, I'll go long, and maybe it'll come short. God bless you. Turn around, shake one another's hand. It's good to be in the house of the Lord.